Okay, guys, have you met an agent ever who overpromised and underdelivered? We're going to talk today about how we can save you and also how potentially this might have happened. It's a good old trick, an old age problem where uh, you get a couple of agents through to give you a price, you like a couple of agents, and you sort of go, well, you know what, the one that told me the highest price, they must love my property the most, and you hope that they will get that price, and you go with them, sometimes purely for that reason. Yeah. I want to talk about a, um, a scenario at the moment because I think this is a really, really good case study to what we're going to talk about today. Um, we're talking about agents that have over-promised and under-delivered and I reckon there'll be a whole lot of people that are watching going, yeah, this, this happened to me, this happened to me. Mm -hmm. And we're going to give you a really easy tip as to how this one piece of advice can actually save you guys. We're gonna cover that um, during this segment. But I had a client who I had dealt with in the past. Um, I'm not gonna name names and I'm not gonna give out addresses just in case, um, but also just to protect their privacy. Um, they had decided that they've got a beautiful property and they had decided to go with the local agent. Um, I was called in, I did give a good honest appraisal, my opinion of value, went through the strategy with them and they called and said, look, you know, we really do, you know, we loved working with you last time, but we've opted to go with the agent, the local agent from the area. Um, and it was nothing short of a nightmare. So here we are about three months down the line for these guys. They've gone through two auction campaigns, which have been a flop. Um, they've now got no one coming through their property. And um, I've been speaking with them now the last few weeks. And I said to them, guys, just if you could just let me know how long that agency agreement is for. Um, first of all, they actually weren't given one. So if you are signing into an agency agreement, guys, in New South Wales, by law, an agent must serve you with a copy of your agency agreement within 48 hours. That's real estate law. So not only did these guys not get a copy of that. Hard copy, um, soft copy, any copy. Whatever. These days we do a lot of digital signing as well, a lot of docu-signing. Um, but the agreement was for five months. I've never heard of an agreement that went for five months. Um, anyway, they're just coming out of it now. And, um, yeah, it's been an absolute disaster. So I would hazard a guess and say they probably opted for that agent because that particular agent had over-promised on price. And then when it actually came to bringing the property to market, was so far off the mark with pricing that then was just sort of at, they were at their wits end as to what to do. And maybe thought during the process that, you know, the vendor would just come around on pricing and that definitely wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, yeah we, we, we do, we hear about this a lot. I wanna talk about pricing as well, Mark. And I do have to say, the world has changed 
by way of contracts. Um, you used to have to sign up with the phone provider, even if you didn't get a phone, to get a certain plan for 24 months, 36 months, 12 months, when you're, when you're getting a mobile phone. A lot of contracts in a lot of areas, um, to, you know, your, your subscriptions, base stuff, a lot of that's been deleted now, but the industry has still stuck to a 30-day, 60-day, 90-day agreement. Now, what that means is when a seller signs up with an agent, they commit exclusivity for the, that amount of time. Um, our industry hasn't changed, but I think it's quite clever these days that agents have so much confidence in their products and in their services that they don't require to strap down the client for 90 days or 120 days. So first of all, the big thing, the first thing out of today is if you are um, going with an agent and you are basing them on, you know, basing it on you know, these ones are going to get me the best price. You don't particularly need to give them a long lead time. You don't need to give them nope. 120, 90. You can actually give them a week. Um, you can actually give them a non-exclusivity. Um, I feel confident on taking a client on, on a short agency agreement because I know we work super hard, we deliver, and if it we don't strike oil in a week or two or three, I know they're going to stick by us yep. because we're working hard. The hardest thing for us is when we are doing a cleanup behind agents that aren't um, performing, the clients just are just like have their hands like strapped uh, and have to sit on the sideline and do nothing. So the big and the first one out of today is shorten your agreements. Shorten if, if your doubt, agreements. If so doubt. the agent that comes flying through the door that's making all of these enormous promises. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got guaranteed we've got a buyer who's going to pay big money for your property. Mate, that is music to any vendor's ears. Poetry. Okay. Be careful of the trap. Yeah. Now, I'm not suggesting that sometimes agents don't have buyers that are, are going to pay big money for properties. But why would you sign up for 120 but, days? Well, that's exactly right. But in the event buyer. they don't, guys, the biggest struggle. Now, I do an enormous amount of cleanups. I had three appraisals yesterday. Particularly lately. Particularly lately. Three appraisals yesterday. And guess what? All three were actually, I call them cleanups expired listings off the back of other agents that had over-promised and under-delivered. And I hear the same thing over and over again from these vendors. Um, when I uh, The very first question I ask my vendors when I'm sitting in front of them, when I'm doing these cleanups, is where do you think things went wrong? Where do you think things went wrong? And, you know, the answers are always the same. I could close my eyes and it's literally the same person talking. They go, well... We've gone down to just doing private inspections now. Um, we're not having open homes anymore. We spent a huge amount of money on marketing. There are no buyers coming through the open homes. You know, we were looking for this price. Um, the agent promised me that we would be able to get to that price. And then I walk in and I go, okay, so this is the real price. This is where I truly think, honestly, your property sits in this market. Does that work for you or doesn't? Does, does it not? Because this is the good, honest pricing. And I'm basing it on real properties that have recently sold in your area. 
Why wouldn't the agent do that that's got it? Because they, 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 because they're scared. First of all, a lot of agents are scared. And guys, please understand, we're having a really big heart-to-heart with you at the moment. And listen, this is not all agents. We're generalising and we're giving you guys some tips here today that might be able to help you in case you are a vendor that's sitting there going, oh, this could be me. This could be me. Um, sometimes agents will over-promise on a price to get a listing. Now, at the moment, listings are tight again. So, you know, and I've seen it. I saw it happen yesterday, Mark. I had a client who had called me after having a bad experience with this particular agency. They called and said, um, listen, bad news, we're actually going forward with them. And I, I couldn't even hide how, like, shocked. I was like, what? Well, no, it, it got <laughs> what worse. Did, but you had... You, but you worse. just had a bad experience with those that, guys. Oh, no, they've promised. Yeah, but it got but... worse. They re-signed them. So they, you don't have to re-sign them. And the client didn't even know. So they were with the agent for 90 yeah. days. And one of the first things they said to Lise um, was really not happy with the, the agent that we're with. Uh, you showed product services what you do. I actually have. I actually genuinely do have a buyer for their property. I've got a lady who just missed out on a multi-million-dollar property, um, and she is a desperate cash buyer. So listen, if there's anyone out there, FYI, I did put a post up yesterday. Three-bedroom apartment. I've got a buyer who has a budget of four million dollars for a three-bedroom apartment, particularly in DY. It must have a lift but or be on the ground here's floor. Here's the kicker. And this is something to teach people today. If this client wanted to continue with the agent that they're unhappy with, fair enough, doesn't make sense, but okay, they gave them another 90 days. Oh, I, I, I see this I, I see it, this particular agency doing this a lot. And it's like you don't have to sign up another 90 days. You don't have to re-sign at all. You can just re-go another week if you want. Uh, and see how it goes. It leaves the seller's options open if they want to do an agent switch. Yeah. They got stitched. So absolutely they did. And I said, listen, please make sure you sign into a short agreement because it will be much easier for me to get you out of it in the event I need to. Now, my poor clients that are trying to get out of a five-month agreement with an agent that they're not happy with, five Some months they got stuck in an months. agreement. Uh, you know, I don't know, but that is a hell of a long agreement. Um, understand, guys, that if it sounds too good to be true, often it is. And not only that. Often it is. But you don't have to go into secret, secret squirrel mode. You can actually share your decisions with the agent you're not going to use. All the or all the agents and they will actually tailor your campaign of what you're doing with the agent you're going to choose with let me give you an example lisa i'm going to give the current agent a little bit more time to sell the property um so i'm going to sign up with them again and then lisa goes how long are you going to sign for straight away you're getting assistance from that agent yeah so sometimes it's not sleeping with the enemy, but sometimes by just closed book and making decisions on real estate stuff doesn't need to happen. Another example, if you're buying a property, you can always ask other agents who are not in that agency what they think of that yep. property. So always feel free, to, feel free to share IP with the enemy or other agents, and they're going to give you their 10 cents worth. Whether you take that advice or not, get it.
get that advice. And also, guys, please understand, like, you can always reach out to another agent. Now, for this client that re-signed with the agent that they were unhappy with because the agent has promised them, promised them that they have got um, a buyer at a much higher level. And I said, yesterday I said to the mark, I said, I'll be honest, guys, I don't know where they're actually getting that pricing from. I'm transacting the most amount of property in this area. And that sounds like an extraordinarily high price to me. I've given you good, honest pricing. I would love to see the data that they're using to be able to substantiate that price. Because listen to this, guys, we are all using the same data. So if you got three appraisals, because that seems to be the average of what people get, three appraisals from three different agents, and one of those agents has come in with pricing that is significantly higher, alarm bells should be ringing because we are all using the same data. Now, I was speaking to a client yesterday similar thing haven't sold been on the market 59 days yeah. and they asked me what's the average days on market for my suburb and i'm thinking isn't that something you would have asked your current agent yeah. and they said is it weird that we haven't received an offer so six weeks on the market not and i'm oh, sorry six sixty ten weeks on the yeah. nine weeks on the market not one offer so and i'm like that's weird i had a conversation with a really nice lady yesterday about this so she's been on the market for 120 days um with an agent beautiful property um i gave her good realistic pricing i said to her i just want to be honest with you like i do believe that your property is not worth this but i do believe it sits within this range um and uh, and I said to her, so where have the offers been coming in? She said, what offers? I, I haven't had any offer. Now, it's so weird. Okay, so but but understand this: there may not be an offer where Mark Novak came in and said, I would like to offer three million dollars for this property and a six-week settlement unconditional. There may not be that offer. But an agent must ask the question to the buyers that are walking through. We are not concierges. We are there to sell the property you're and report to the vendor. Names far out, you're, you're, you're hustling. hundred percent. And so you know, we have to ask the we have to ask the buyer, Mark. Where do you see value in this property compared right. to other properties that you have been through this week? Everyone. There's a, and so guess what we do. We collect the information from Mark. We collect the information from Joe Blow. We connect the information from Kim Smith. And we go back to the vendor and we go, listen, these are the buyers that came through this week. This is what they were saying about the property. This is where they feel the property sits in the market. These people have had like 10 people buyers a week through their property. The agent should be saying that. And then then the agent should advance that. It shows they're not experienced because then the agent should say, would you like me to submit that to the owners? So someone says, look, you know, yeah. say it's a $3 million, say it's a $2 million property and people go, look, I really see the value at about one eight one nine. I don't see the value at two two one. A good agent will turn around and say, would you like me to sit that, submit that by as an offer and expression of interest for the property? The guy yep. goes, yeah, yeah, look, you know, happy if you put try. It, I'm happy if happy you put in 1819. Yep. You know, and then you've got the offer. How can you have 60 people through the property and not have one person with an offer? But no, or, 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 feed, or feedback on price. Now, oh, as oh, agents, offers are hard to get. When you, know, when you get buyers, love to make offers. 
if you don't make them feel silly and if you invite them. You know, if you crunch them, um, they'll just run. And guys, understand, we are real estate agents. We are not magicians. We are real estate agents, not magicians. It's, It's important that you do give that feedback, good, bad or ugly, to your vendor. It is our job to report the facts and negotiate the sale. That is our job. Now, I've had to have conversations many a time with vendors where I've said, this is not where, and I have given them a higher opinion of value. And I'm always very clear with my vendors, please understand, I am not a bank valuer. This is my opinion of value. But the real judges are the buyers and they're the ones that we need to ask. Now, I had a property that was on the market a few weeks ago um, there was a bit of a curveball with it. I had given, I'll be honest, I had given a higher opinion of value. And when the buyers started coming through and we had a significant amount of buyers, they were telling me something different because the sticking point with the property became a very big issue with the market. And I had to report that to my vendor. And in the end, I did have an offer. I had an offer in the high three millions. I said to my vendor, if that does not work for you, you need to hold your property and I will call you when the market comes up. Now, that's a hard conversation to have as an agent, you know, but our job is to report the facts, negotiate the sale. You know, as I said, we're not there to like, oh, none of the buyers like it. None of the buyers see value where I've given my opinion of value. Therefore, I just won't give it at all. No, no, that is not our job. Our job, as I said, report the facts, negotiate the sale. And sometimes we can be off the mark, but you do need to have that heart-to-heart conversation with your vendor. It's their property and allow them to make that decision. The buyers are the judges. Um, you got to so, calm, calm down a bit, Lise. <laughs> calm down. You look very skinny today, Lise. Oh, do I? Yeah. I had a, I had a haircut. No, I've been... Very I have skinny, been, I have been relax um, a little bit. You just, just take a couple of seconds. I'm all hyped up. take a couple the, of seconds, the, Lise. I know it's... It's the coffee and of, the banana bread. I know you're pretty say. passionate about this. I, um, I, before you know, we go, Lise. I do, I do love... Um, I don't love this topic, but I do um, really enjoy looking after expired listings. I actually do enjoy it and I'll tell you why. I like that I can throw these vendors a lifeline. Um, Maybe we can just wrap up on this, Mark, because the same... Before I say something at all after? Oh, at the end of the show, (laughs) I'll have a go. I'm going to go and then you can... No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) What were you going to say, Lise? The... There, you know, we we have a lifeline for these vendors, but it's very hard to get sellers out of an agreement if they're signed into a big long agreement. If you feel like you are going to choose an agent, have chosen an agent that um, you feel could be over promising, sign a short agreement. You know, negotiate a short agreement. If you're confident with the agent, and the agent's confident with themselves. Do a short agreement. You don't need to join by the umbilical cord for four months, for five months, for three months. Shorten it. And you know what? The agent may even work harder because they know they've got a short lead. Anything else to say on this um, lovely day? Just, I, I want to just wrap up because, again, it's the same prototype of seller where they've spent an enormous amount of money on marketing. Um, The conversation after we work out where they feel things may have gone wrong, 
then moves into, and I'm not going to spend any more money on marketing. They've spent thousands and I've thousands spent seven of grand. dollars. I don't want to switch and spend another yep. seven grand and get around that. And then well. we throw them a lifeline with marketing where we can actually do a $0 marketing strategy. So we often talk about our pre-market $0 marketing strategy, but it works in reverse as a post-market $0 marketing why strategy. Why pay when we pay? So we, we cover that and I will I will never use another agent's photos. I will take my own photos. Fresh, fresh. Fresh and I will pay for those. Mm. Um, but we do have a lifeline for you. So I'm gonna um, take Lisa to calm down a little bit, guys. I'm calm. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, I'm very calm. Wow. You'll like that you know, you, uh, you <laughs> pull that thing and go <laughs> Um <laughs> On Friday, on this lovely Friday, have a great yes. weekend, everyone. Anything else that happened this week that you want to share? Um, like, lots of, lots of. My, uh, cousin, nice. my cousin using another agent to sell their property. Oh, that's that's one for an. Oh, I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I can't believe you said that. That's Sorry. one for another. That's actually one for another another session. We were. Mark, I can't believe you just said that. A um, couple of really nice little listings coming on as well. Listings have calmed down. Again, we do have some good stock. Days on market for the new stock that's coming on is literally popping. As in list, 24 hours later sold. It's doing well. Days on market's quick again, guys. It's very quick. Um, spring selling season doesn't no, – there is no spring selling season. There's not a lot of stock around. And a lot of people are talking about it, but if you want to be in your rental property, you want to buy something, you want to sell out of something, you've got a six-week settlement, and that's starting to push on um, November, which is also pushing on Christmas in December. So the days are limited if you want to be in or out of your property this year. So um, you've probably got another month to get business sorted. Pretty exciting for people to get, be in a new house and have, for, oh, yeah. for a new year. Oh, yeah. But there's still plenty of time, guys. I mean, we there are one it. of the very few agencies that actually stays open all the way through Christmas and New Year. Yeah, we do heaps um, of deals. We do heaps of deals. And Northern Beaches is uh, pumps at Christmas and New Year because guess what happens? People come to holiday there. So it's always a really, really busy time of year. Thanks for talking today <laughs> with us, Lise. It's better than sitting here saying nothing at all. Yeah. Um, and um, and have a great day, everyone. Oh, Enjoy. Get out there. Have some fun. Sydney's Take beautiful, care. beautiful weather at the moment. Stunning. Stunning. Crack. Take care. Be safe, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.